You're listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network on BingeMedia.net. And now, Binge Views. Welcome to Binge Views, everybody. BingeMedia.net's look at weekly new releases, or in this case, this week, new release. I'm your host, Alex Ancira, and I'm here with our resident critic and reviewer, Chad of House C. What's going on? How's it going, buddy? Well, it's going really, really well. Yeah. 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 We did. We only have one release this week because we did one early last week. I could have saved it, but I wanted to give the people one. I want an early review of the Northmen. So if you want to hear that, go listen to last week. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm hyped, man. Can't wait. Can't wait to see it. Yeah. Do it. Go do it right now. You know, Batman hit HBO Max this week, so I got that on the docket as well. Very nice. Very I'm gonna nice. be watching that in ten minute increments. Oh, okay. All right. Justice League. Uh... The, the the Snyder Cut version didn't they break it up in like eight parts? You can do that with the Batman, I think. Well. <laughs> That's what I want to do. I need, <laughs> I need these movies in bite-sized pieces before uh, my attention just goes somewhere else. Um, before we get any further, Chad, I need you to do me a favor if you haven't already, and that is to go to Manscaped.com and look at what they have to offer. Lawnmower 4.0. You want a crop reviver? That's good for your nuts, as well as the ball deodorant. They're both good. They're all good, and you can save yourself 20% off your entire purchase by using the code BINGE20 at checkout, so I want you to do that. I will. Is it the Crop Preserver or the Crop Reviver? The Crop Reviver is the Reviver, and the the Preserver is the Ball Deodor. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. That's the one you put on right away, the the Preserver, because you want to preserve those nuts. All right. I do need a little tone, a little more tone. The summer's coming, you know, beach season. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sun's out, guns out, balls out. Binge 20 at yeah. checkout at manscaped.com. All right. What is the release that we are talking about this week, Chad? All right. So it's the much highly anticipated, uh, the unbearable weight of massive talent, Mr. Nick Cage's showcase, really. All right. Uh, or uh, this is being promoted. I've so like Hulu and some others as just massive talent. So there, it seems like they they might be trying to do the fucking uh, what was the Tom Cruise movie that they uh, Live Die Repeat? It was uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, Edge of Tomorrow. They, yeah. They tried to flip it to Live Die Repeat. So I don't right. know what they're kind of doing. This is a long, very weird title, but as you can see on uh like these ads, massive talents just. Popped up in like light blue, and then the others are just kind of in the face in the back. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we've seen the trailer for this. Uh, that's I've been highly actually the trailer debuted at uh, CinemaCon last year, mm-hmm. and uh, this was uh, the talk of the convention for quite a little while, and, and you know, got people talking. And uh, Tom Gormican is the director and writer here. He actually only has one other credit. Uh, film credit which is the uh 2014 film with uh michael b jordan and miles teller and zach efron the that awkward moment mm-hmm. it's a little uh comedic movie and that. he's done yeah he's done the tv series ghosted for a couple of years with uh i think craig robinson's in that show i've actually never seen it but yeah he this is his return 
Uh, and this has got Nick Cage. We got Pedro Pascal, Tiffany Haddish, Neil Patrick Harris, Sharon Hogan, and Ike Barinholtz. Pretty great uh, comedic cast here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this is Nick Cage, who is down on his luck. He is uh, he's reached a point in his career where he's been he's been passed over for multiple big roles, and he's just trying to get back at it and get that one big role. He's going to change it all around. He's accumulated some debt, which, of course, he had in real life as well. <laughs> and he gets an offer from a rich uh, fan, essentially, that wants him to come out to his birthday party and just make an appearance. He's going to pay him $1 million to do this. He initially refuses, but misses another film role and says, fine, I'll do it. And then he decides he's going to quit acting after this gig. And he gets there and realizes that this guy might be uh, not all that he seems. He uh, might be this big crime lord. And Tiffany Haddish and Ike Barinholtz play the two uh, FBI agents who let him in on this secret. Like, hey, you got to work for us now and uh, figure out what's going on here. So that's really just a quick rundown, mm-hmm. of course, of the plot. Uh, obviously, Nick Cage is playing a fictionalized version of himself. This movie is extra meta. Um, what, what do you got, man? Well, you you ended there with extra meta, and that's one of the things that I was wondering um, how many or how much the kind of classic films of Nick Cage's that we associate with him, how much of those kind of uh, moments or references come up in this nonstop throughout the entire <laughs> okay, the I love it. Yeah, it's, it's the entire yeah entire runtime of the movie really. I mean, it just doesn't really stop. There's a uh, I don't know if this is really that spoilery. I don't think it is. If it is, fucking shoot me. The the the, the fucking theme song at the beginning of this is is not correct. But uh, he, there's a a character named Nikki who's like uh, his uh, his like alter ego or his uh, essential like it's essentially his like shadow that's following him around, like just in his ear, like talking to him about, uh, is a younger version of himself. Like, mm, well, this mm. is why you fucked oh, up your career so okay. much. Oh, so he's shit, got this, nice. Yeah. He's got this guy talking to him throughout, uh, the CG on that, like a de-aging type technology is not great, but it's, it's a pretty funny little wrinkle they add to the, the movie as well. Would have been um, just yeah, as man. good or even better if we didn't, if you didn't ha- see him, like his shadow self, and it was just like a voice in his head. No, I don't think so. I think it plays better with an actual like physical version of him popping up in this. But yeah, I mean, it's all in his head too. So it's like uh, they got some little back and forth uh, between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this is got, like a die, diehard Cage fans are going to love this man. They're going to eat it up. Nice. I can't. Yeah, I think the, the references just really don't stop. And uh, yeah, maybe that'd be the detriment to some. Uh, some people uh, it, yeah, i don't know sure. if it necessarily makes for an amazing movie by any means but uh th- this this eventually turns into just like a, a buddy a buddy movie uh really to, i mean the the meta-ness of course plays a big part in it but uh, the, really at the core of it is uh, pedro pascal and nick cage's uh relationship in this movie okay yeah um, it does kind of seem like it goes into buddy territory mm-hmm, absolutely and, and yeah pascal is like uber nick cage fan too right Mm-hmm, absolutely yeah he's got a there's i think they show that in the, in the trailer he mm-hmm. he has this fucking room that's like this shrine to all of his movies he's got a bunch of the memorabilia from it and of uh, a, a fictional like a a, a stand-in version of him from uh, caster troy with the gold guns Cash even troy. like in a case <laughs> so yeah i mean yeah he's a huge fan huge fan and then he, of course cage is reluctant at first 
uh, what this guy is all about. He's annoyed with him, but then he realizes he's uh, they've got a lot in common. Their shared love of films, mm-hmm. uh, like the Cabinet of Doctor Caligari and uh, uh, Paddington Two. Uh, those are film references that get quite a bit of love in this movie. Uh, okay. And okay. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's very much at its core just a buddy movie. I think Tiffany Haddish and like Ike Barinholtz is there, and Neil Patrick Harris, even for that matter, they're pretty wasted. Uh, they're they're just you know those are some pretty heavy hitters in the comedic realm and i don't know they're just kind of relegated to just background duty really mm-hmm. it's very much very much a cage showcase obviously but yeah Does it seem I like think... they they they're just used for their name on the poster kind of deal i could see that for to sure round out yeah. The cast. yeah yeah because okay. they really could be anybody like they don't necessarily there's like one scene that's in the trailer even that they have about them kind of riffing back and forth together about nick cage's movies about like the croods 2 versus He's like, I'm 42. I've not seen Crudes 2. I've seen Face Off and yeah. Con Air. And, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that's that scene right there really is the kind of the extent that they get to riff back and forth for the most part. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, this movie left me a little uh, wanting more, to be honest. Uh, I, I think, honestly, that was probably my fault. I, I went in with really high expectations of this, and I just thought it was going to be fucking incredible, like just nonstop, just bat shit, you know, and, and it really isn't that at all. And it really kind of just turns into a basic action movie toward the end. Um, a lot of the stuff with Nick Cage's like family in this, is, I could have done without, and it kind of brings this all, and it kind of brings it down a little bit, and it just, I don't know, it didn't really work for me too Where much. Where it, it almost gets too serious for the yeah, tone that it's, it's kind of going for. Uh huh. Yeah, and I mean they try to pull it all back into the plot of you know him just realizing that. You know, money isn't everything, and his career isn't, and family's the most important. And, of course, it pulls all that into it. But, okay. yeah, I mean, it, I, I I was definitely disappointed by this movie. I, I think, like I said, though, earlier, Cage fans are going to eat it up. And I think that there's enough for it just based on, uh, you know, being a film fan and shit that people will get a, get a kick out of. And I think maybe this, you know, another viewing of this, now that my expectations have seen it, maybe a couple of years, I think I'd like it a little bit more, but... Yeah, I just wanted it to be a little more funny. I didn't. I didn't laugh as much as I wanted to. That was okay. kind of disappointing for me, honestly. All right, two but, questions. One is, what kind of bat shit in ter- in terms of Nick Cage's filmography that you can pull like parallel to what you were kind of hoping or expecting? And the other question is, going back to the references, do they seem really natural? Does it sound like it's coming from like a film fan? Or, sorry, a Nick Cage fan who like knows all the different roles and and uh, just loves his like craziness, or does it seem more shoehorned? Uh, to the second part, I think yeah, it, it's definitely coming from a, a Cage fan. Like yeah, okay. absolutely, it, it doesn't it doesn't feel like totally shoved down your throat. A lot of it feels natural, like just you know. Uh, but to the first question. Yeah, that's, I, I don't necessarily. I mean, I didn't expect a Mandy version of Cage, like a completely unhinged. What about know, a version port of, of Call New Orleans? <laughs> no, not even necessarily that. I mean, okay. it's got to be hard, obviously, for him playing this fictionalized version of himself because I mean, he he is playing up on the stereotype that, of course, we as movie fans or you know the media has kind of played him up to be the you know this over the top dude, and he he honestly seems like. I obviously don't know the guy at all, but he seems like he's just more, uh, he takes himself more serious than we give him credit for, I think. And then, Mm -hmm. 
it, even like because he even came out with the whole uh you know I, every movie i've done you know, maybe, maybe i've not done the best movies but i've given it my all on these movies and you know it, it helped me pay off the, all the, a lot of debt i accumulated so yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't know he just he, he seems a little more reserved uh, as actually what he is but he's he's definitely playing it up a little bit in this um but just not quite I, I don't know i just i wanted this movie to be more funny and the, the humor for me just wasn't quite there uh i, I yeah but i said like pedro pascal is pretty good in this like he he, he you can definitely tell that uh, him and cage have really great chemistry um, so that, that 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 whole part of it works but no i wasn't expecting like a while like he's just murdering people and mandy and shit mm-hmm. or you know any of that but uh i don't know it's a good question i and wasn't one quite uh not not Cohen Brothers Cage in this. I wasn't expecting okay, that. Okay. This is the third movie that he has played uh two characters apparently. You know, the obviously adaptation we did for movie homework a few years ago. Absolutely. And then uh face off, of course, you know. Mm-hmm, but uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, this uh I don't know. I don't know where I would slot this in uh the Nick Cage like filmography. But hmm. Uh, yeah, it's it's not this. I'm not. I don't want people to think. I think this is like a, this is not a bad movie at all. Like, I, I mean, I think this is honestly his highest rated movie ever on Rotten Tomatoes. That I read like what the I'm kind of really yeah. It's like wow. 88, 88 tomato meter and eighty nine audience score. Oh uh, shit! I haven't looked at what the actual like IMDb rating. I, I'm sure it's uh, IMDb rating is seven point nine out of ten, uh, three point four k reviews. Hmm, okay. Yeah, so people are digging this. I don't, I don't know if this is going to be that movie that the really, uh, you know, comedies have been pretty non-existent in movie theaters for a few years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Lost City last month kind of brought that back, rom-com. Uh, but this isn't. I don't know. I don't think this is one that's going to do really well at the box office. I think this will definitely have a you know a better life on the streaming type. I can appreciate that they're putting this in theaters though. It's fucking awesome, you know, original comedy here, but. It's not projected to do great at the box office this weekend, like somewhere in the five to ten million range. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. I just wanted more from this. That's really what I what I'm getting at. But all right, oh, pretty decent. <clears throat> I'm trying to I'm trying to nail down what you wanted more from it. Uh, what that is? Yeah, what, just what just that more, more is? Is it more of just like? Like like I brought up uh, Port of Call New Orleans. That fucking mm-hmm. one of my favorite Nick Cage movies. But that's um, what's his name Herzog, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Herzog so. does a lot of crazy shit in that fucking movie. In terms of like, you know, there, there's one of my favorite scenes. There's a thirty second scene where Nick Cage and a lizard are just fucking eyeballing each other, and it's from the lizard's perspective. You know, mm-hmm. like I would expect that kind of weirdness in something like this like oh, yeah weight you know okay so yeah yeah i mean and then it's more commercial this is just more i think that's kind of it that's issue, kind of what maybe. i was afraid of because this it does come off as like super meta and mm-hmm. that the filmmakers are big nick cage fans and have loved this career yeah but you know this is a pretty big release so that yeah. that got me a little worried that the fact that it was a big release yeah and i think that that we, we kind of got to the bottom of it there. I think that that really probably mm. is a little bit of my issue. I wanted it to be a little more that weirdness. Like the, the meta-ness is there, of course, and, and, you know, but it's it's just definitely more, 
that's what I'm saying. It just feels generic at the end, like, like a very playing generic... by the numbers and not really taking a lot of chances. The way Correct. some of us, okay, yeah, okay, that, yep, that makes absolutely. total sense. Absolutely. But still, at the end of the day, a good time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. I I wasn't upset that I watched this at all. Like I just, and I think I think I like I said, I think I just had too high of expectations, maybe, and that was my fault. But yeah, it's still a fine time at the movies, and I'm not gonna fault it for that just because of my expectations by any means. But yeah, it's kind of where I'm at. So this will, I would say this is a stream it for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would probably put this in like, if we're doing number ratings, I mean, like the six, six-ish range, six, seven range, somewhere in the, six, six, I don't, you don't do half the ratings, do you? No. Like Jack. All right. I'll, I'll leave it at six, six on 10. Hmm, that seems low. Now, if you said six and a half on 10, I'd be like, oh, that's pretty decent. <laughs> yeah, it's close to seven. <laughs> yeah. All so right. that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. But uh, yeah. I think I think Cage fans will I'll dig it for sure. You can't not. And if you're a film fan, you're gonna get like all the fucking callbacks. Nice, nice, and uh, probably really good on rewatch too. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it'll it'll hold up on that. So sweet. All right. So are we saying see it? We're saying see it. I, I think to see it. Yeah, yeah. You see, it. I said skip it already. But you know, what? oh, you said no, skip. Not skip. I said see. I said stream it, not skip it. I said stream it. Uh, I, I, we got to figure out. We got to figure this out. I don't know. I don't feel comfortable telling people not to go to the movie theater. Okay, if you're just just fucking see it. Okay, see, I'm just gonna say it at the end. Of it. See it. <laughs> yeah, no matter what everything's said, a see it. Even if I said skip it before, see it still. <laughs> see it in the theaters. A two on ten. Perfect. <laughs> awesome. Um, you are in Vegas next week, so we won't have a binge views unless you call in with something amazing. We can do. Can definitely do a telephone binge views. Um, yeah, anything or yeah, whatever. So, so, no, no, no. Well, so I'm sorry. The wide release next week is only, it's a, it's a Liam Neeson movie called memory, which if throughout the pandemic, he's released like black light, honest thief, mm-hmm. all these, yep. uh, yeah, all the same, very generic looking action movie. And this is, it looks exactly the same. I think Guy okay. Pierce is in it. I won't be watching it, uh, but yeah, I will be in Vegas, but we're, they're screening black phone and Top Gun Maverick are for sure screening. Nice. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and then the week after that, we kick off the summer season with Doctor Strange. So, I mean, yeah, it, it really gets going. So next week's kind of a dull week anyway for theatrical. And, uh, yeah. Are you embargoed for those going. two movies? I probably will be. Probably will be, uh, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. At least Black Phone doesn't come out till the end of June and Top Gun's oh, the shit. end of May. So mm-hmm. only like another month for Top Gun anyway. But I think once the review – I don't know when the embargo lifts. Though. I'm sure they'll tell us. But uh, All right. Well, maybe we can record and just bank it while it's still fresh in your head. Yeah, exactly. Can always do, do that. that for sure. Okay. All right. All right. We are gearing up for the fucking summer movie season, which is nice. Because we get all those fantastic comic book movies. Really excited about those. Plethora of them. They're coming. <laughs> Can't wait. Can't wait. Right. Coming fast and hard. Yeah, they are. Right. All right. Oh, you just got the okay, everybody. Thing. Thank you for joining us on Binge Views this week. Uh, if you want to call and leave us a voicemail, ask the boys a question, leave a review, a suggestion for a movie, anything like that, the number is 708-406-9546. You could get us on the socials anywhere, Binge Media, and sign up for the full binge. That's patreon.com slash binge media. All right. Okay. Until next time, Chadley, we will uh, talk to you soon. All right. All right, man. See you. Bye. 
You've been listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network at BingeMedia.net. Support the show by donating on Patreon at Patreon.com slash BingeMedia. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And don't forget... Shut up! I'm waiting.